Welcome to Landlording Chicago, everyone. This is our premiere episode. This is the show that you come to once you've found a great investment, once you purchase that great investment and you're looking to figure out what to do now, how to run it, how to make that investment as profitable as possible, and how to deal with tenants, how to deal with maintenance issues. This show has been in the works for a while and I've been planning and planning to do it. And unfortunately, we ran into COVID-19, and that has actually freed up some time for me. So I decided to go ahead and start now. And our first episode is going to be part one of our COVID series of just how to deal with tenants and what some of the best practices are to currently deal with tenants in this situation. Are they going to be paying rent? Are they going to be staying longer? You know, what are you guys doing with maintenance? That I might be in section two of this show. The plan for the future, just so everyone knows that that's listening, is to have interviews and to have, you know, bring some people on. But I want to take this time and specifically talk about the issue that's going on right now with COVID-19. So the first thing I want to say about this for everyone that's a landlord right now, and to get some background, I manage about 215 properties. I'm seeing a lot of landlords become villains very quickly. And I understand that they want to defend their property and want to collect the rent. But when you are sending letters and sending demand letters to tenants that have never even been late yet and just pre-applying the stigma that, hey, you're a tenant, I think you're going to try to scam the system and take advantage of the system and I need my rent so I can pay my mortgage because if I can't pay my mortgage, I'm in trouble. Look, yes, there's a lot of people on unemployment, but there's also a lot of people that are still working, that are working from home, that their apartment is more important to them than ever. And with all that being said, I think, and and from seeing from industry leaders in property management, the way to go here is, is case by case. To deal with tenants as if you expect them to pay the rent, but when you're sending out an, a letter or an email or a phone call saying, hey, you need to make sure you pay the rent this month, and they've never been late before, all that's going to do is agitate them. All that's going to do is get them to group up together and start their tenant strikes and their rent strikes or whatever you want to call it. Like we have been seeing this last month. I've talked to a few property managers and for the most part, everyone's only a few percentage points off for rent collection in April. And what this means is we don't really know what's going to happen in May, in June and how long this is going to go on. No one really does. But the overall theme is that they are dealing with their tenants one-on-one as they come, as they have issues going to pay rent, they are trying to figure out what's actually going on. You know, if you have a tenant call in, some questions that you need to ask are, hey, you're calling in to see if we're giving a rent, you know, decrease or deferring rent. What's going on? Why is that? Have you lost your job? Okay, you lost your job. Have you filed for unemployment yet? Have you filed for rental assistance yet? Here's some links of where you can file for those things. Let's take a look at that and see if we can get the rent and the money that you need to live and eat and do everything else that you want to do. Let's try to help you get to that point so that you're not going hungry, so that you're paying rent, so that you still have a roof over your head and your four walls are covered. And when you become that tag team partner with your tenant, they're going to respond much better than, well, you better go figure it out. You better go talk to your your, your siblings or find a cousin or find a, another job or do you know reach out, be a resource to them. And not only is that going to help you get through this period, it's going to help you build that relationship for further and make sure that you have them as tenants 
for as long as possible. So again, you know, most people are, are right around where the, the, the major property management companies that I've talked to are right around collection rates of where they would be. And in terms of talking to them three weeks ago, four weeks ago, mid, mid to late March, they were very concerned about what was going to happen. Very concerned on how many people were going to pay the rent. And I think the big, the biggest difference was just treating the tenants as people, making sure that they are taken care of and helping them to find a way to make those payments versus becoming the enemy, not having anything, you know, any way to help. Now, what are some things that we're, that we're doing that, that are also helping? One is we're giving the tenants a few, a few weeks. Some of the tenants that have lost their job are applying for unemployment, are getting rental assistance, but it's going to take a few weeks. So we're understanding of that. We're not going after them every day, but we're making sure that they have applied, looking for for what resources have they gone through, what have they looked into to make sure that they have that rent money, not just this month, but next month going forward. And for the other tenants that, for whatever reason, cannot get those programs or that cannot make payments, you know, the worst case right now, I think, honestly, is if, if your hours are decreased, right? For the people that are losing their job completely, at least they can go to unemployment and get taken care of pretty well. But the people that are getting hours cut are going to be the tenants that have the worst time paying that rent and the best way to deal with them is to work out a payment plan for when things get better so what i've been telling tenants is look pay as much as you can right now that way we can make sure we get you caught up in the quickest most cost effective way for you but realistically what's probably going to happen is once everything goes back to a little bit more of a normal state, I don't think it's going to go back to normal, normal. But once it goes back to a little bit more of a normal state, we're going to be able to say, hey, look, you're $1,200 behind on rent. You paid half a month for the first for two months. So you owe 1200 You have six months left on your lease. So let's make your rent 1400 Let's add $200 a month for the rest of your lease to get you caught up. So there's going to be plans like that that are going to work. And, you know, make sure you talk to an attorney, get it written up the right way so that what you can go ahead and evict and get the full the full money due to you. But that is going to be moving forward. Now, you know, I know a lot of landlords are going to say, hey, I need this money. I am going to be, be become behind on my rent. I'm going to have to file for forbearance. And honestly, you know, two things. One, you built a house of straws, you know. If you're investing and you don't have any money in the bank and you are trying to become a legit business and a great investment to to have your retirement, you can't build a business that if you have a vacancy for one month or if you have something go wrong for a month that you cannot keep going, that you go underwater, that you cannot recover from. So you need to really right now, even if you're not having issues with tenants paying, look at your business, look at your apartment building, your investments are a business. You need to look at your business and make sure that you're not building a house of straws, that you're not over leveraged, that if something were to happen where tenants couldn't pay for a few months, or if you have a vacancy for a few months, because that's what's what's going on right now, is we can't show properties with tenants in them. So for the first time in years, we're starting to get vacancies that we normally don't see, because normally we have it rented out before the tenant, other tenant moves out. It's a one, one leaves, one comes in right away in between. We clean it in a couple hours and we're good to go. And we can't do that right now because we can't show the apartments 
in you know one that while they're occupied with COVID nineteen going on. So we're going to see some vacancies. So you you really got to have to make sure that. You know, if you have a three flat that if one goes vacant or if one doesn't pay for a month, that the other two units are covering the mortgage. And that's just making sure that you are building your property and your portfolio the right way and that you're not overspending, that you're not, you know, that you're managing it the right way, that you're not building a house of straws. And that's just something that landlords need to realize. We've, we've been we are going through an area right now where it's very easy to get loans. It's very easy to become a landlord. But if you're not sure what you're doing, you're not working with a professional that is showing you how to manage a property in a way where it is profitable and where it is a business that is that is good for everyone, then you're going to have issues. And this is going to show a lot of landlords that think that they have a grip on everything while everything's good, think that they are building a business that is going to help them retire. It's going to help them to realize that there's a lot of tweaks that they need to make to make sure that this becomes passive income, to make sure that this becomes a nest egg for their children, for their children's children, and and builds wealth, which is really the whole point of all this, right? To build wealth for your family and your family tree and to be able to pass it on. If you are having rentals that are not paying and having some vacancies, a couple options that you can do. One is work with your mortgage provider, get that forbearance. It's not the best answer. It isn't free money. You know, that you see that in the media a lot. You see it being called free money. It really obviously will come with the cost. We don't know exactly what that will be or how it's going to work yet. But, you know, the one thing, the government rarely gives free money, even when they say they are. So I don't know if I'd trust that 100%. With that being said, the other, you know, there are loans, the PPP loan. You can get the SBA loan if there's any left. And there's a loan and as well as a grant that is probably running out about by the time I publish this, but it is still available and has some funds left as I'm recording this. So we'll see how that goes. But you know, you got to make sure that you are taking care of your business, working on your business and treating it like a business with these tenants, making sure, you know, in Chicago, at least in a lot of other places, there are no evictions. So there's really no recourse. And to be mean to tenants to be demanding and to, you know, try to start fights with them isn't going to help anyone, especially when you have no nothing, you don't have a court system right now backing you. So the best bet is to be compassionate with these tenants to show them that everything's going to be all right. We're going to work together. We're going to make this work. And by doing that, I think you're going to have much better rate of collections over the next couple months and much better rate of tenants staying after all this is over and not leaving. So that's what I wanted to touch base on today. On the next episode, part two of the COVID-19 series that I'm going to do to kick off this podcast or YouTube channel, depending on you're, how you're listening or watching, I'm going to start talking about uh, vacancies and showings during right now what we're doing, what we're seeing that's working, and what we could do to to make it better and for everyone to to keep everything rented. So until next time, we'll talk soon. Yeah, this is the place. Make sure you subscribe and like our channel, this is going to be the place to come to find out once you find that great deal. And the reason we started this podcast, we saw a ton of places, bigger pockets and meetups and blogs and shows and podcasts about how to get these awesome deals. But once you have the keys to the car, the keys to the house, there's not a whole lot of resources of what do you do next? How do you take care of these issues? So we want to bring that experience to you going forward. We're going to have a lot of great interviews, hopefully a lot of great information for you. So we hope you stick around, hope you subscribe and 
We'll talk soon. Have a great week.